Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey guys, we're here with the Hollywood Life Podcast and I am really excited because one of my best friends is here on the podcast with me. But she, sister. Sister. Well, that's that's what we call each other. She's my big sis um, and has taught me like majority of what I know. Um, and she also happens to be um, a reality TV star on Summer House on Bravo. So Lindsay Hubbard is here to talk all things Summer House and just life with me. Yes. And we're a little bit hungover, so <laughs> so bear with us. <laughs> oh, we went I out we had to celebrate. Carl was doing like a two year anniversary at one of his clubs, so we all we all kind of drank the juice. Had to celebrate. Well, I love that you and your cast kind of bring summer to New York City in the off season, uh, and you guys all hang out and go out together. Yeah, I mean, it's cold outside, so we have to heat it up a little bit. That's right. That's right. So we are in season two of Summer House, or season three. Yeah. No, we're in season three of Summer House. Oh, my gosh. Season three of Summer House. Um, You have been on since the start. Day one. You are a OG, um, and there's not that many OGs left on this show. There's three of you. So... What would you say is the biggest difference between season one to now season three? Oh, gosh. Personally, even. Just yeah, for personally. Lindsay. I mean, I think, you know, season one, I was in a relationship, as we saw, and mm. that didn't go over so well. Um, season two, I was single, and I kind of got back to my, you know, fun, flirty side of me. <laughs> and you know what? This season, it's like more of a, a deeper focus on myself and... You know, you see my ex-boyfriend every now and then, Mm. you know, but it's hard to let go sometimes. Yeah. You know, I think that's like a natural thing. But then I meet a new guy, which you guys are going to meet him, uh, not this coming week, but the week after. So in a couple of weeks, you'll see, you know, a little bit of he's Turkish. So it's fun. (laughs) It's different. (laughs) (laughs) Definitely different. It's he was different for you in so many different ways, but I think his outfits are really going to get people going. Oh, for sure. <laughs> for sure. He I wears a lot of vests. Vest. A lot of vests and a lot of bright colors. Very bright. <laughs> so not New York City. Yeah, no. But, you know, good for him. Right. He has good, he has good you know, fashion sense. It's just, you know, very different. Very different. <laughs> <laughs> um. So... You were single. You're single, obviously, this season as well. Yeah. Um, and well, except for the boy that we're about to meet. Um, how would you? How do you say that this season is, um, better than than the last? You two? know, it's different. Like there's there's definitely still a lot of drama, but you know, we have three new housemates, right? Yeah. Like, so you know, I think at this point we're you know a month into the season, um, and at which point we were a month into the summer. Mm-hmm. So we're really starting to 
either develop those friendships or not. So, you know, it's an interesting dynamic and it's definitely different from past seasons because, you know, when we all started this show and, you know, it was a huge, our big group of friends and all of us have been going to the Hamptons for years. Um, You know, so we obviously don't have the same, you know, housemates as last the last couple of seasons and we have three new people and um you know personalities are really starting to finally come out and yeah. we see uh how those mesh or don't with you know the rest of us mm-hmm. well speaking of which um this monday's episode you kind of clash with jordan who is one of the new cast members um tell me a little bit about what is going down. You know, I think it was like sort of brewing on the back end, right? Like he was making out with Danielle, but then he didn't want to make out with Danielle. But it was just like really confusing. Um, and, you know, then we, he and you know, we go to dinner as a house on Friday night. And, uh, you know, Kyle's just telling us how, you know, he wants to move in with Amanda. And Amanda's, you know, saying that she's a little bit hesitant. You know, what if something goes wrong? Um, obviously that happened to me, right? Mm -hmm. Like I moved in with my boyfriend, we broke up, I moved out and, you know, it sucked. Um, you know, but it's definitely really hard in New York city when that happens. So I can understand Amanda's reservations. Jordan sitting next to me, who I just met a month ago is like, yeah, case in point and points to me. I'm like, excuse me, you don't know me. Like you just met me a month ago. You don't even know Everett. Like you stay in your lane and don't speak when you have no idea like what my past relationship was or, you know, what it was like. So, you know, that kind of peeved me. And then, you know, add on top of that, that, you know, he's like fucking around with Danielle. And then, you know, he's like kind of making up that he made out with three other girls. It was just like things are starting to, you know, I think we're starting to realize that you know, is this guy actually genuine or not? I mean, he told us a story about how he lost his virginity. And I swear to you, I saw it on 40 year old virgin. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I have heard that before. It was just the craziest story. You're like, seriously, like how I lost my virginity is the most boring story ever. Right. You know, you just like, like lost it. Yeah, like he definitely is a storyteller and it's just a matter of trying to figure out what's actually real or not. I mean, we even saw in episode one where he said that he broke Hinge, right? That's what he, he he broke Hinge as like the most eligible bachelor. I feel like Hinge is going to come out and be like, listen, not true. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, have you ever met him, by the way? Yes, I met him at the uh, premiere party. Um, That's right, that's right. I feel like everyone's gotten definitely that introduction to him where he thinks that he's all that and and more. Yeah, you know, it's funny because my first impression of him and, and you know, these days y- you don't really know how to get to know somebody before you meet them other than social media. Social media, right. right. So you do a lot of stalking. I mean, I, listen, we're girls. We basically are private investigators. So Mm -hmm. we can find anything out about you that we want. And, you know, the only thing that I had was Instagram. And I looked at Jordan's Instagram and I was like, this guy is super into himself. Yes. Like all model pics. And then then he came across as like genuine. And then now we're like, now he's kind of going back to like that that douchey personality. True colors are kind of peeking through. Well, maybe they're his true colors. Maybe they aren't. Like maybe we'll learn more 
more about him. I don't know. But He's I, very confusing. I will say I would not cross you. <laughs> that is frightening and scary and <laughs> mad. <laughs> Lindsay is mad. <laughs> She's I angry. I mean, listen, I like I I feel like I have a pretty level head, but like you know, I am one thing I am is like a very, very loyal friend. Right. And, you know, I think that you see how how I am as a friend when it comes to Danielle. You know, it's yeah. like, you know, if somebody's messing around with my friend, like that mama bear is gonna come out of me. Mm-hmm. You know, like I'm very protective and um, you know Because you're a great friend. Yeah. She's a great friend. <laughs> right. I would like to think so. She is. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, listen, like I am, you guys, you're innocent, but if like you fuck with me, like it's the worst thing you could ever do for me. Mm-hmm. Sometimes you just don't come back from that. <laughs> nope. Nope. Um, well, I think it's really cool too that you, Amanda and Kyle have kind of seemed to put your differences on the back burner and, and confront them yeah. as well. Um, so tell us like a little bit about that. Cause you did come into the summer with, you know, things to say. They had things to say. There's a um, lot of tension going into yeah. this summer. You know, K- Kyle and I have known each other for so many years. I mean, I met him in the Hamptons Memorial Day weekend, you know, in like five, six years ago. Um, I actually stayed at his house <laughs> <laughs> with Christina Gibson. Oh um, yeah, that's how I met Kyle. So, you know, we have years of a foundation of friendship and you know, even though we went into this summer with a lot of tension and, you know, things to work through and, you know, conversations to be had, you know, there's still that foundation that we can fall back on. And I think, mm-hmm. you know, it's easier for us to like, you know, get through those conversations knowing and, and just reminding ourselves that there is a solid friendship there. And we just have to keep that in mind, you know? Yeah. But yeah, we we're in a good place. And, you know, it's like, thank God, like, you no one can go through the summer living in a right. house every single weekend with that kind of tension. It's just like, it's just not good. And I hate holding tension inside of me. Like, I'm right. the type of person where, you know, I would rather just talk to you about it and like get get the negativity out and then move on quickly because mm-hmm. life's too short, you know? And that's, you know, what I wanted to make sure happen with with Kyle and Amanda. Yeah. You know, there's no point in holding tension. No, and it doesn't make for, you know, a fun show. Like you guys are also it, it's not just the show, like you guys are out there every weekend. This is your summer. You don't want it to be filled with that. Yeah. No. Absolutely not. You guys as viewers don't want to watch Right, that. exactly. You want to watch us like partying and having fun together. Right. Well, and another storyline that um, people definitely are really liking is Carl and Paige. <laughs> uh, Carl really took to Paige like day one. Um, so tell me, what what are your thoughts on that and, and them that as a potential listen, couple? Our kitchen pantry has gotten so much action lately. <laughs> I mean, Carl and Paige making out in the pantry like nonstop. Kyle fell asleep in the pantry. Oh my gosh. It was the, that was probably like an all time favorite of the season <laughs> so far for me is Kyle falling asleep in the pantry. But yeah, Carl and Paige, you know, it's interesting because I've never seen Carl be the aggressor or the one chasing after a girl. Right. And, you know, it's usually girls going after him and him being like, no, no, no. But for him, you know, for, for things to, to switch and him, going after Paige and Paige not really giving him what he wants, but like kind of mm-hmm. is so funny. So, you know, when when Paige is sober, she doesn't like give Carl the time of day. Right. But then when Paige drinks, we actually call her Pam. 
<laughs> so when Paige drinks, like all of a sudden she's making out with Carl. And, you know, I feel for Carl because we've started getting really close yeah. this summer. And, um, you know, again, a little bit protective. And I don't want to see him get hurt either. I feel like it's like me constantly like trying to Just, rally like right. Danielle and Carl. I'm like, what are you guys doing? <laughs> Um, but you know, you'll still see more of, you know, the Carl and Paige, uh, you know, romance, uh, sort of take its turns throughout mm -hmm. the rest of the summer and, um, see where it goes. But yeah, they definitely like a good pantry makeout for sure. Oh yeah. Do will we see you in the pantry? No. Oh. I actually told them, I was like, you guys should put cameras here. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. What a terrible idea. <laughs> The one place the, that in bathrooms, there's no cameras. Oh my gosh! Well, because I feel like no one would think to put a camera in the pantry. But. My favorite thing is watching everyone wake up. Like <laughs> this past Monday, I wake up and I have a statue zebra just staring at me in my bed. In my bed. oh my gosh, that's like Godfather shit. I'm you like, know? Oh, what's up, Wesley Stripes? <laughs> That's the name of my zebra. I love it. Uh, amazing. Well, so, I mean, Chrissy Teigen is a, is a new watcher. She's a fan. She just tweeted. Isn't I know. That great? It's so great. What was your response to that? I mean, is that so exciting for you? I mean, I'm just waiting for that Barack Obama tweet. Oh, yeah. He follows me Barry on Twitter. <laughs> yes, he does. Wait, that's so cool, too. Like, how did you get that follow? Um... I don't know. So I, I mean, we're boys, obviously. Obviously, me, like your Me buddies. and Barack. Mm -hmm. um, no, I, I think it was when he was running for president. And, you know, he probably had a lot of m interns working for him. And, you know, the interns were like, go follow all the millennials in the world. I mean, I'm pretty <laughs> sure he follows like 700,000 people. And it's like, right. they're all probably, you know, our age. How I got well, chosen, I don't know. Me. But I also have connects, you know, like, yeah, I mean, why wouldn't he follow you? I have, you know, we, Danya, my best well, friend lives in DC, you know, she's friends with Michelle Obama's right hand girl. Like maybe she had something to do with it. She I don't know. My girl Lynn's Maybe he watches Summer House and just won't admit it. I feel like he'd be into Bravo. I would love for like all the celebrities to start coming out. Like we got Chrissy Teigen. Now I'm waiting for like John Legend and then maybe like, you know, Kanye, what if he's like throwing down some summer house on a Monday night? Yeah, like he I know that they really enjoy watching Family Feud. So like he probably flicks back and forth. I mean, I'm going to see Michelle Obama in a couple of weeks. So I'm going to I'm going to ask her. Ask her. Definitely ask her. Report back. Um, so <laughs> is there well, besides Barry O and Chrissy Teigen, like could Chrissy come on the show? Like, can you why, why don't you try? to? Get I mean, her on if the show? she wants to, you know, make a trip to the Hamptons, we would love to have her put her up in a room, like give her, you know, a nice yeah. setup. Um, And Stassi's going to come on the show. Yeah. Right? So Stassi and Bo and Katie and Schwartzy, uh, they come out in a couple of weeks. So you guys will see how our friends, you know, live the Hamptons life. I mean, they're LA. Right. You know, LA comes to the Hamptons. So it's always interesting when that happens, right? Like mm -hmm. Hamptons is such like it's a so unique, different. different experience, even for like LA people. So it's like interesting to see, uh, you know, how they, how they jive with the Hamptons. Mm -hmm. Would you ever want to do a crossover and go on pump? Sure. I mean, I used to live in L.A., so right. I feel like it's just, like, normal. Yeah. And they're, we're the same age, and we, right. and, you know, we're all friends, so it's, like, 
you know, we kind of have this similar kind of drama that, as they do and their yeah. group of friends. And, you know, I think it would be natural. Yeah. Natural choice. <laughs> um, well, speaking of which, in addition to being like a hot reality star, babe, you also are a boss, babe. Oh, um, and I like look up to you so much when it comes to your dedication to your work. Um, so Hubhouse PR, you branched out on your own, um, and created your own PR company. Yeah. Um, and now you have taken on so many clients. So tell me a little bit just about, you know, why you chose to do that at like such a young age too. And I actually your like own didn't company. choose to, I never, when I was younger, I never like had the dream that I would own my own PR firm one day. I just fell into everything. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I was working at, I, first of all, I, you know, went to the University of Florida, go Gators. Woo. Um, <laughs> uh, but I majored in PR and I also fell into the major. I was a marketing major. I There was way too much math and science. I was like, this is not, no. So after one semester, I switched over to the College of Journalism Communications. Didn't fully know what PR was at the time, but I was yeah. like, Sounds like something I'd be into. Um, and it all worked out. So I, you know, moved to New York, worked at a, a boutique PR agency. I think it was a really cold winter. Uh, <laughs> I was like really cold. Because uh, <laughs> you came from Florida. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this like platinum blonde tan chick cannot handle the cold. <laughs> So I moved to L.A. And, you know, that's really where I, you know, I started working at a different PR firm and started honing my skills, uh, you know, at that firm. And I was there for five years, but. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. I really, like, hustled and worked my ass off. And I was 22, 23, and I could obviously work those amount of hours. And I was representing every single club, lounge, bar in L.A., and was out every single night. I don't know how I didn't die, but oh, God, I swear. <laughs> how do you not die? Like going out every night and then right. waking up waking and getting up to working. work at night. Right. Yeah. Um, hard work. You know, it is hard work. And then, you know, I moved back to New York, ran our New York office, and I was, a I was dating a guy at the time who was also a client. <laughs> Mavi. Um, and he saw how much I was doing for this company and for my old boss. And he was like, you really need to do this on your own. You can. And I, I really didn't want to. Like, I know my strengths, which is client facing, media facing, but I also know my weaknesses. And the business end of business is not for me. Right. Like, I don't want to do accounting. I don't want to pay insurance. Like, I don't want to deal with the taxes. I don't want to deal with salary and employees and payroll. I don't want to do all that. Right. Like I want to just pitch media and, you know, talk to my clients and be the front of house, not the back of house. But he obviously, you know, was nice enough to <laughs> start a business with me. Uh, eventually that didn't work out. Left him, started Hub House, and here we are. And you're doing so well. So you have Woodpecker by David Burr. Yeah, so I have. Like I represent all lifestyle clients. Actually, I was just talking to my girl, Tony. Um mm -hmm. 
And I have all lifestyle clients and PR has, it goes through cycles. So sometimes I'll have a lot of hospitality accounts like restaurants and lounges and bars. And then other times I'll have, you know, more consumer goods. Mm -hmm. So I have uh, a couple of different restaurants in New York and I have a baby stroller brand, um, which we're actually launching. It's an Australian brand. Uh, We're launching it in the U.S. next week. Uh, It's called Larktail. Um, I have a pillow called the night pillow. You're very familiar with that. I love the night pillow and the Kardashians. I'll use the night yep, pillow. The Kardashians. Everyone. I everyone. Mean, I mean, truly all the housewives. It's it's so wonderful for like, your face. Did you actually get any sleep if you didn't sleep on a night pillow? The answer is no. No. Um, I have, who else? I have Justin, Justin. Gallivan. He trains all the Victoria's Secret Angels. So I'm hoping that in the next two months, I'm going to start looking like a supermodel. Yes. And we're going to do an Adventures with Allie with Justin and Lindsay too. Uh, so all of our YouTube people can stay tuned for that. Oh yeah, we're going to do that next week. Yeah. Um, laser away. Laser away. We just opened our 49th store in Miami. Um, we have a bunch around New York City. You've been to laser with me. Yes. Yeah, I don't know. You I just, just are I have... such a boss lady and you rock it. Thanks. In babe. addition to going and filming every weekend in the summer it's, too. It's I mean, actually really, it's brutal. Yeah. It's really brutal doing that because, you know, a lot of people, they just see my fun, crazy right. party, drink rosé all day, you know, on the weekends. Like people only see that. And, you know, you don't really get an opportunity to see how hard I'm hustling mm-hmm. during the week to maintain my clients, get new clients and, you know, r- you know, run a business. Right. And, you know, it's like, it, it's two full-time jobs. I yeah, swear, it is. When we're filming during the summer, because it's like, you know, and you have to wear different hats. But you know what? Mm-hmm. I'm still young enough to be able to do that. I don't yeah. have any kids. <laughs> you know, I'm I'm able to do this while I can and, you know, yeah. make, make that money. Well, and I feel like that is something that people don't know. You know, they see, they comment on your Instagram and you're like the most epic clapback person ever. Like, <laughs> I feel like there should be just a series of Lindsay clapbacks, like how to handle internet trolls by Lindsay Hubbard. No, I mean, <laughs> I just laugh at them. They're like, why aren't you wearing a bra? Well, first of all, listen, guys, I got my boobs done in March. Different doctors have different recovery methods. My doctor was like, you can't wear a bra for six right. months. Then we start filming Summer House and everyone's wondering why I'm never wearing a bra. Well, because it was the doctor's orders. Also, If I had an opportunity, I would be naked all the time. That is also true. I walk around naked in my apartment at home. I would like to walk around naked in the summer house, but I probably shouldn't. But apparently I don't. It's against the rules. Yeah. But yeah. So it's like whenever people are like, ew, you need to wear a bra. I'm like, hey, how do your boobs look? Let's see them. Feel free to share. Right. And by the way, like, who cares? Like, have you never seen boobs before? Yeah. Grow up. Right. Exactly. And you just are are the clapback queen. I love it. You know what to say. Um, So when it comes to balancing it all, how do you do it? Do you have advice for how, you know, the girls that look up to you and the people that watch your show? um, I think just, you know, taking time for yourself. Like it's really, really important for me. It's really important that I exercise because it's therapy. 
Mm-hmm. That is like the one hour of the day that I don't have somebody in my ear needing something from me. So, you know, it's the it's me focusing on myself, clearing my mind, you know, getting any aggression out that, you know, I might have mm-hmm. and taking it out on myself instead of like, you know, taking it out on the world. So I think exercising is really important and having that me time um, and really, you know, or I like to go to the movies. Oh, I'm like a huge and like, like old school, traditional, like go to the theater. The theater. Yeah. I love going to the movie theater. Um, And sometimes I go by myself. Oftentimes I go by myself. Yeah. Just get some popcorn. um, Get your like, because you're I get so consumed by movies. I just don't think about anything Anything else else. that's going on in my life. Wait, I love that so much because I love going to movies and I do go by myself, too, because I think it's also really important to be able to be alone with yourself and yes. just to enjoy the act of being alone. For sure. I completely agree. It's yeah. like a lot of people are scared to be alone. Yeah. And, and actually, it's like you get to know yourself better if you are. And then the more you get to know yourself, you can decide what makes you happy and not. Exactly. And it's easier to communicate. Also, um, I would say have a lot of sex. That's <laughs> always helpful. You know, you got to just like – you get that release out. I I mean, I think that's good advice. Yeah. My, dad, advice. my dad's not gonna be listening to this. So True. I can say that. Yes, exactly, exactly. So but but safe sex. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I it's more about pull and pray for me. I'm you know, 32 at this point. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. I can have a child. Also <laughs> <laughs> I will raise it. For you. If it happens, you know, it just, whatever. <laughs> I'll be fine. <laughs> It'll have a lot, you know, this baby would have a lot of aunts and uncles. It would probably be a cool-ass baby. Yeah, I would hope so. Yeah, for sure. Very well-dressed, too. Oh, Paymon color. <laughs> <laughs> Green pants. Green pants. <laughs> and little and vests. Vests. I love it. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. Um, So... This coming summer, obviously, we we don't know yet um, what you're going to be doing, but we're assuming that you're going to be back in the Hamptons. Is there anyone that you would like, obviously me, uh, to be on the show with you? I mean, uh, <laughs> 1,000% you. Honestly, like if, you know, the problem is, is like we have five girls and three guys and it's like... My question actually was going to be, would you like anyone from prior seasons to return for a fourth season? Jacqueline Schumann would probably I'm I love Jacqueline Schumann. Um, You know, the work is twins are in in California, so they're not even here anymore. Right. Um, But Jacqueline, she's just so fun and such a sweet girl. Like if if there was anyone to return, it would definitely be her. Um, But yeah, I don't know. I. You would be my first choice, obviously. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen. I, I mean, I, I, if if the show, you know, if we do go back, I mean, then first of all, I'm going to have to like get a liver transplant at some <laughs> point. Um, yeah, I'm getting older, Allie. Like I can't party like I used to. You know what Lindsay and I really like doing and talking about, though, is um, murders. True crime. And Tony is a murder chick, too. You if are? You didn't I didn't know. know that, Tony. Oh, my gosh. She run, She does murder for hire on oxygen. That's her Shut shit. Shut the front door. Oh, yeah. You, okay. Allie and I once went to dinner 
like a month ago. It started as a wine happy hour. By the way, best happy hour in New York City. What was that place it's called? It's called Amelie. You can get four glasses. Can we go tonight, by the way? Possibly. Um, four glasses of wine for $12. And it can be their best glasses. Four glasses of wine for $12, $12. total. Not total. each. Total. 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 And total. You, can get, you can get their like... It's like, I'll be like, uh, can I have the most expensive rosé? And it's like an $18 glass, but I get it. And four more, three more for $12. $12. Anyway, so we go a month ago, we go to dinner just to catch up. Mm -hmm. And we drink our four glasses of wine, obviously, mm -hmm. really quickly. We order a bunch of like food, a little charcuterie board. And we start talking about true crime like you've never seen. It was like Ted Bundy. Did we talk about Abducted in Plain Sight? Had that come out? It hadn't come out no. yet. That wasn't out yet. Abducted in Plain Sight. I mean, um, we- Oh, what? the John Bonet. I feel, feel like maybe we talked about. Oh, we, we did talk a lot about John Bonet. We did who, a lot of Ted Bundy. Who killed John Bonet. We did a lot of Ted Bundy. Yeah, because that just you, came out. Oh, it's funny. Jordan kind of reminds me of Ted Bundy a little bit. You're so right. Or Andrew Cunanan. Ooh, Maybe. that's creepy. <laughs> <laughs> that's creepy. Um, but literally, so Lindsay and I are sitting there, and it ends up being a five-hour... Five hours. Dinner. Five hours, you guys. This is not normal. I think and we, we had two actually, bottles we of ordered, wine. We ordered bottles at that point. <laughs> And then we were like, we should go. And then we're like, should we get one more? Yeah. And then we're laughing so hard. Oh, my God. That everyone in the like little nook we were in. The this, Russian spy yes. behind me. This chick, literally short blonde hair. You, you can do the Russian uh, accent. She's like, she's like, what are you guys drinking? Like, um, you, we want what you're having. And we were like. This is interesting. She was maybe As on a date with like an older man. Killers. And we're like, oh, like we're just talking about serial killers. Like, are you interested in that? <laughs> and she goes, I can tell you how to kill someone with perfume. It, <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, what? And then she showed us. She showed us. Yeah. She literally took like, out a lighter, sprayed the perfume. And, and we were goes, like. <laughs> and we were like, holy shit. She is going to kill this guy she's with tonight. <laughs> Yeah, like, we're like, we were good like luck, bro. murder for hire, murder for hire. Yeah, that was it. Yeah. Oh. She never gave us her name. We were like, do you live here? Yeah. You should teach a class. <laughs> I've now started carrying around spray perfume and lighters. And lighters. Me. Who needs mace anymore? No, seriously. <laughs> and the more I you know. I will your eyebrows off. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was the funniest night. I think that we should start a true crime podcast. I am 1,000% in. Yes, with Tony. Because Tony has some stories. There was some story. She went and visited a woman who her husband, this is on Murder for Hire on Oxygen. See, there you go. This woman, this guy slit his wife's throat, then had her hold it as she drove herself to the hospital. And she like went into the hospital and they were like, <laughs> my producer's like, are you fucking kidding? She survived. No she way. She survived. And the the husband was like, tell him that like you accidentally like you tried to commit suicide. And um, and she said that and you failed. She no, she like ended up finally being like she, he's like an abusive husband and like tried no to shit. kill me. He tried to kill you. And then he, he, was, he was arrested. And then he tried to set someone to murder her from jail. And the person like the cops kind of infiltrated it. And it was like this undercover cop that was the murderer for hire and ended up like thwarting the attack because oh he gosh. was yeah is that not insane this is crazy i know wait, i started watching one recently a new a new serial killer wait what's his name it's on it's on netflix right now 
Who am I thinking of? Somebody help me. Who's the Who's the new Netflix one? Well, not abducted in plain sight. No, not abducted in plain sight. <laughs> Hold on, let me see the like. Is it a true life? True lifer? What? Oh, oh by Charles the- Manson. No, we did talk about Charles Manson that night too. It'll come to me. Wait, have you seen Girl Boss? Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Yes. I love it. Yeah, with, so good. With Sophia from um, uh, Nasigal, how she started Nasigal. Yeah. I love that. I love that too. Well, you're all, all about the fempire, so. Oh, yeah. She she for sure, like, gave me a lot of, you know, inspiration. I was like, yeah, girl. She just wouldn't take no for an answer, and that's what you have to do. Yeah. I like that you just said fempire. I know. Shout out to Callie on that. <laughs> I love it. Oh, this was so fun. So much fun. Come back anytime. This is like not even, this is like, you know, light work over here. I know. This is like what we do. But next time we should have some wine. I was just going to say, <laughs> well, let's push it back to like four, five o'clock on a Friday next time. Yeah. I'll, I'll bring some rosé. I'll bring the rosé. I actually kicked off rosé season myself the other day. I had a whispering angel. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. I'm into this one. Um, it's by Provence Rosé Group. Mm. And... It's they have an inspiration and emotion. I love the one that's called inspiration. Oh, I like that. I like that. I also love my Mayomi. Oh, you know I love a good Mayomi. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. All year round, baby. And like Wolfer Estate, they have yeah. Summer in a Bottle. Summer in a Bottle so so good. good. And it's different. Yeah. Which I like. It's like a li- it has like a little bit more of a fruity yeah. taste than like the typical dry roses that we drink. Mm-hmm. So I like that. Love it. It's rosé season all season when you're friends with Lindsay Hufford. Obviously. And it's like 65 tomorrow, so we're celebrating. Yeah. A thousand percent. I love you. I love you. Thank you for coming. And make sure to watch Summer House Mondays, 10 p.m. on Bravo. Yes. Be there. You don't want to miss it. Miss it or miss Lindsay's boobs. Or I'll introduce you to Ted Bundy. (laughs) (laughs) I will Ted Bundy you. (laughs) I will Ted Bundy you. (laughs) (laughs) The Russians buy you. (laughs) With perfume and a letter. (laughs) Oh my gosh, I love it. Thanks, babe. Thank you. 